Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have such an amazing chat to share with you. Um, Angela is just has so much to share within her journey, especially in the last short few years, which many of us can relate to these last few years just catapulting our experience. But she, you know, adopted two sons, quit her job as a hairdresser, started to travel around the world after selling all of her things with her and her husband. And Angela just really shows us how to move through grief and allow that to be, you know, part of our expansion. She shows us how to have fun and learn new things and really embrace the journey without looking back. So there's so many things to take from uh, her experience and I can't wait to share this conversation. So let's just get in there. What your morning routine normally looks like. Um, so it just depends where where I am in the world or what season it is like of what I do. Um, I would say it changes quite a bit, um, but I like to get up and just have some time to myself if I can before my, I have two little, two little boys, so they, they're up pretty early. Um, but I just like to get at least 10 minutes of just quiet, like meditation. Um, and then, but you know, it doesn't always happen, but, um, yeah, yeah. I like to, I love coffee. So that's like my time also to just like have to myself mm-hmm. in the morning yeah. and just, <laughs> it looks different wherever I am in the world. I'll have like an espresso somewhere or just regular, regular black coffee. So it just depends. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like fresh cup of coffee in the morning is just like, there's nothing more to just holding the cup and you're just, yeah. it's, I, I have that moment too with my cup of coffee. Um, yeah, so it brings I me love so that. much joy. Like, <laughs> I know, right? So much. <laughs> it does. Same. It does to me too. I'm like, oh, it's just like, I love, yeah, I love everything about it. The experience of different types of coffees too. Um, that's a, I get, that's like a very realistic morning routine, especially for like, um, having kids, you know, like, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's, it's so different and can look so different. Like for me, I'm like, Oh, what do I want my routine to be? But it's like just me. So it's like, if I don't do it, it's just because of me, not like someone interrupting me. So like the quiet time before I would feel would be like totally necessary before you like start your day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because yeah. to me, it's like, the whole day is a meditation. <laughs> like you're just trying to stay present all day. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's Especially so with kiddos. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And then I'd like to know what your most recent expansion moment is. So like it could be, oh, it could be your most recent or your biggest expansion moment that you'd like to share. Um, whatever you feel called to that's been like a game changer. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, well, we met in Panama and that was Mm -hmm. huge for me because, I mean, there's so many reasons why that was huge for me. Um, It helped me process a lot of things that I wasn't able to process at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, it just gave me such a sense of community and like that there's other people kind of going through the same thing I'm going through, you know, and mm. it, that was really cool. Um, yeah. But most recently, um, my mom actually just passed away. And so, mm. um, yeah, it's been, I've never really had somebody close to me 
podcast away. So it's just been a whole new level of grief and just trying to process all of that. But also this feeling of expansion on the other side of it. So it's it's mm-hmm. been really interesting. Um, grieving, but also, um, how do I explain it? Just... I don't know. I just feel like her presence, you know, guiding. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. How, yeah, I, I am also, you know, um, similar in that way where like so far I haven't experienced that either where I've had people, um, well up until, you know, for you now, but, uh, I haven't had people so close to me, um, pass away in that manner. Um, just kind of like really distant family that I didn't maybe, um, no, no, you know. Um, but I hear all the time that when that happens from others experiences that like you're, they, you know, as we know, spiritually, like they are in your field and they're now like the, this big guide of yours. And then they're just, it, ex- it expands you in so many different ways. And it's like, how have you been even navigating with like your, just that grieving process or like, uh, um, knowing more about like the spiritual stuff, does that help? Or, um, how's that, how's that like a whole experience been? Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing. I think that if this would have happened even two years ago, it would have been a totally mm. different experience. Um, I don't think yeah. I would be processing it as, as, as well as I am. Um, okay. and just honestly, like, like the, the people from, that we went on the retreat with, with Panama mm-hmm. have been so supportive. And <clears throat> like, there was a group of, I think it was four or five girls that did Reiki on me half, oh. like a couple weeks later. And it was one of the most powerful experiences I've ever had with, with Reiki. Oh, um, yeah. And I kind of had this cloud of just this dark cloud for the first, I don't know, two or three weeks, just hanging over me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they did that, it was just like, it was gone. Like the cloud mm. went away and yeah, I don't know. So that was extremely supportive just to have people like that, you know? Um, yeah. but also, um, yeah, I just, I have a whole different view on, on death now, you know, than I, than I had two years ago. So I guess it's just, yeah. it, I just see it so different now, you know? Yeah. So. Wow. That's yeah. I'm, I mean, I can't even imagine going through that and the strength that a coat, like it takes to be able to like have that awareness too. I mean, we can have, we can know, and then to go through it, we can sometimes like throw it all out the window, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah. that's really cool. And that you're able to really like see that from a different perspective and, so important for community. Like that's the, the ladies in that group have just are just always like amazed me how like we can actually form communities like that to support each other. And uh, it's, it's like, that's, that's also a game changer just being able to like have people to lean on, um, especially that have that understanding too, um, of us and like that spiritual sense and energy. And that's, um, to have Reiki like that, um, that, that is, that's amazing to be able to have like an energy shift like that too. Um, and that's like so helpful just to like kind of clear away anything that, um, we can't like, 
we can't really do ourselves at that point. So to, even for you to be in like a receptive mode to like allow that some for someone to help instead of kind of more just sit with it. Cause it's so like, right to just want to be able to sit with what you're feeling too. But that's, that's for you to even be receptive of that. It just, um, really shows like how much like you're, um, like moving through that, which is, I can't even, I can't even imagine, but I'm so glad you're doing good. And I'm so sorry for your loss too. That's just, yeah. My goodness. And then, so we'll kind of talk about more of your awakening a little bit, um, after this, but what is one thing that, um, you would consider the most alien about you and maybe the weirdest thing. So we can share the love on being the weirdos that we are. <laughs> I, I love this question. Yeah. <laughs> it just cracks me up. But, um, I guess for me, I think it's my, the gap in my teeth. Like I just, <laughs> it's funny because I've all my life, like no matter people would always be like, aren't you going to like fix that? Or like it, when I go to the dentist, especially they're like trying to get me to like close the gap. And I'm like, no, I like it. <laughs> like, you know, and it's just, I always knew it made me unique. And like, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to close it. So I guess that's what <laughs> that's I would say. That's so funny. Close the gap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. Um, yeah. I think it's like, that's, and it's, it's something so striking. Like I think if, to be able to like, to have something like that, that you are already born with. And it's just like, that's who you are. And then we could so easily be like, oh, that's different. Or that's weird. And then people want to be like, let's, let's make you like everybody else. And you're like, no, <laughs> I think it's so cute. But yeah, that's, I love that feature. Um, and, um, yeah, so good that you're like, not even like, no, I'm not going to keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Amazing. Um, okay. So I'd like to start anywhere you would like to start with your journey. I know you've had like a, such a different experience, especially with like your kids. So where do you want to start your, your journey on sharing how like your spiritual awakening has like began, um, any, your, your process uh, and how you've, um, what's like the starting point for you, the kickoff. It's kind of hard for me to say, I, I want to say things started things really started in like 2020, but I feel if I really look at it, it was probably before then. Um, yeah. I mean, I started questioning a lot in like 2016, like me and my husband, both, we were just kind of going and like, you know, buying a new house and like, felt like we had to get a bigger house and, um, just doing the nine to five. Like I was, doing hair and my husband was working and he still is he's working in advertising and just just questioning a lot like is this is this it like this just doesn't feel like I don't know and, and we just we both really have a passion for travel and so we decided to do this trip I think it was like in 2016 with some friends and go to Thailand and after that it was even before that we kind of just were like, let's just like try, like let's set a goal and just try to like just downsize and like save money. And, and so we can like travel. So first our goal was to just retire early and like, um, travel, like as, 
like retire as early as we can. So we went down to one car. We we went down to like a, a really small condo and just started saving money. And then we, you know, there is the whole kid thing. Like everyone's like, are you guys going to have kids? Are you, you know, and we like really had to like think about that. And like, I know that may sound strange for some people, but we really like, we were like, do we want to do this because everyone thinks we should do it? Or do we Mm. really want to do this? And I think for me, I always, I just knew I didn't want to do it the traditional way. And I, Mm. and so we just started looking into multiple, multiple options. We looked into multiple adoption options and just then we started. And then we, my husband was like, why don't we look into foster care? And and I was like, well, yeah, let's go to the meeting and check it out. And so we did. And it was like, okay, that's, that's what we're doing. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. yes, this is right. And so we went on that journey and that was that was probably the real start. <laughs> like things like almost like for, it it got to just be like it. I think it projected us on this path, you know, like yeah. we weren't living in alignment. And then from there it was like, okay, this is, this is what, what we're doing, you know? Um, yeah. But that was just such a roller coaster of a journey. And yeah. Um, yeah, there was just, being a foster parent is just, it, there's just a lot. I mean, the goal is for always the kids to go back to the parents, you know, and, and then you navigating that while also trying to understand how, like what the kids are going through mm-hmm. while trying to support the parents. It just was, it was a lot. And I think going from zero kids to having two kids right away, one at nine months, two boys, and then three and a half years old, mm-hmm. I think I went into just a state of shock and like fight or flight for like two years, <laughs> like where I wow. just wasn't, I was just in a, in a state of stress for like two years, basically. And so that just took a huge toll on my health. Yeah. And I started to have a lot of health issues. Um, I was just trying to do all of the same things that I was doing when we didn't have kids. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't listening to my intuition. And that was kind of the start of me, like getting into podcasts and just trying to like figure it out, eating healthier Mm -hmm. and a lot of different things like that. Um, but then go from like, no kids to like two kids and then like it would I mean how could how can that not like totally like flip everything upside down on what you're doing and it's like you had no like intro into you know it's like you know for like the one kid you're like okay you're like ramping up or whatnot or you know even um for outside like for like the traditional way of like okay you're getting pregnant or whatnot you have like the nine months to prepare okay you're doing you're getting a kid or whatnot and so it's like to go from like zero to a hundred with two kids like that's that's a that would be such an experience and yeah did 
when did you like did you guys start that process after you downsized too like it came from like the the downsize and okay so it was like combination of like okay let's change our lifestyle that we're already comfortable with and then on Mm -hmm. top of that um let's 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 throw in some kids yeah like my husband we lived we lived in a big city and so he would bike the kids to their daycare like Mm. in a a nice trailer but you know he had an but like, and it wasn't far, but like, he just, we just committed to it. We we're like, this is, yeah. this is what, and it worked. Like it, it didn't feel hard, you know, we just, okay, we just did it. But yeah, but, but it like, I remember it being hard, just trying to get the kids in the car seat. Like that felt so hard to me. I was just like, <laughs> like, this is like, this is really hard. Like, I don't know. It just, like, that felt like such a challenge, you know, like, just things, like, now I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so easy. But, you know, just at the time, yeah. I was like, I don't know anything, you know? Yeah, right, but, right. Oh, my gosh. Like, and I wouldn't even think, like, yeah, I think those are the things that, like, you start to, that come on your journey where you're like, how do you do this? Like, it's, like, yeah. something so simple or, like, the one of the just things that you just is not in your like in your mind of like okay possible issues or or things to to be prepared for and you're like a car seat <laughs> like I can't figure out a car seat <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah. okay so all right so you went through that process um so I love the fact that you guys like committed to just that initial like we're downsizing, we're doing it and not feeling like you had to like go back and, and, and need like say that you need more space for, you know, for more people or just like the, the normal thing people normally do. And we're like, Oh, if you expand your family, um, you have to expand your house and you expand your things and, and, you know, um, have more room. So like the fact that you are still able to like hold to what you had originally sought out to do. Um, that's, that is, that's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that was good. Like, I think about that and I'm like, wow, like looking back, it's like, are we really, I don't know. It just, it was, I'm glad we just like listened to ourselves and not like what, what we're conditioned to, yeah you know yeah I mean because we did that for a while and it wasn't working you know so yeah I don't know yeah and so um so then what came after that so you're doing the daycare thing you're fostering now two two children um so what what's what happened in uh after or next yeah so um my two boys so my two boys they're actually half brothers and so mm-hmm. they have, um, they have two, they had the same mom, but a two, they each had different dads. So there was just, there was a lot of parents involved and there was, mm-hmm. it was just a tricky, tricky case. Um, so without getting into too much of, of their detail, it just, um, it, got to a point where their mom was really stuffing it up and she was doing what she needed to do to um, have the boys come home. So they Mm -hmm. were um, starting to 
visit her more and more. And eventually it got to a point where um, they were spending the night again, because it kind of works like you, you start to have visits with a caseworker and then it gets a little longer. And then eventually you can like spend the night there. And then um, it got to a point where it looked like they were going to be going back to their mom. And so mm-hmm. um, me and my husband just, we it was just really hard. Like the whole thing was just really hard, even though like we knew like, like, I don't know. It, it just is like really that's hard. the end goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, that. It's like just, that is the goal going in and yes. then you become, you know, you have relationships with these kids yeah. and you're, you're like, you begin to care for them and then you feel like you're this, you know, a mother too, to them right. when, you know, their mother couldn't be. And how, right. how long were they with you at that point when they were starting to, um, like um, kind of integrate back into, I would say a little over a year, if you can maybe. remember. A little okay, over a so year, yeah, probably around there. Yeah. Maybe a year yeah. and a half. Um, because, yeah, that would be about right. And then our caseworker was just, like, trying to, like, explain to us that, yes, like, it's it's likely that it's likely that she'll go back. You know, they'll go back. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, there's so many things about foster care that are just so complicated that even mm. to this day, I still don't understand. It was just such a complicated process. So there was just a lot of like, um, oh, like maybe it'll be like this or maybe like there was just so much like unsureness about everything, you know, like you just had to like, like surrender. <laughs> yes. And I was not in that state at that point. You know, I was just yeah. was completely not in that state. Um, yeah. And finally, I did get to a point where I did, but, um, yeah, so me and my husband started talking and we we're like, well, you know, we just started talking about our future and we we're like, well, what do we, what do we really want to do? Like, are we going to foster again? Like what, what's our plan? Like, you know, what do we, what, what are we feeling? Um, mm-hmm. and so we decided to start to try to have our own kids, um, but if I'm being really honest about it, I think it was at a place it was from a place of trying to um, what's the word I'm looking for just make up for this loss, you know, like, mm-hmm. like that was, or that yeah. was our way of like dealing with the situation that was yeah. going on, you like know, like filling the void that you yeah. are already feeling that. Yeah. 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 And so um, the day that we got a, a letter in the mail, um, that they were going to be going back to their parents. Like you, you get a letter from the court saying that they're going to go back to their parents. I found out I was pregnant. And so, so yeah. So then I was, I was pregnant and I like, I don't know. It was just, I, I couldn't even think about them leaving, you know, cause they were still, they were spending like three nights with us and then three nights nights with their mom and the transition back and mm. forth was so tough on them. Like that's mm. what I think it was just so challenging when they would come back from their moms or it just, it was a lot for them. It was a lot, you know, it was a lot on all of us, but um, 
Yeah. So then it was about two weeks before they were supposed to go with their mom. And she, um, she dropped them off one day and I just knew something was wrong. I could just see Mm. it in her eyes. And she just came to me and said, I can't, I can't do it. Um, I want you to adopt them. And I, I can't, I can't even, I can't, I don't want to, um, speak to them. I just, I just can't be in their life. And so Mm. I was just like in a state of shock. I think I just gave her a hug and I was (laughs) like, okay. Um, okay. And so here I was pregnant and now she's saying she wants us to adopt her kids. And it was just like a lot. And I, um, yeah. And so, and my husband and I actually, we, that we went to therapy because just to deal with all of the emotions, like that was actually helpful to like talk to someone neutral about it. That wasn't mm-hmm. in it. And that was, that was really helpful. And so, you know, we decided obviously we're, we would adopt these kids, you know, like we're not, you know, but the thing is, is there's still two dads involved. So it's not like mm. it was just done, you know? Um, and unfortunately, if one of the dads was reunited with them, then they would be split up, you know? And so that was mm. another thing that we were kind of dealing with and they had been together their whole lives, you know, they were so, they're so bonded that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, the dad, one of the dads of my youngest decided he was like, I'm going to step down. And he was the one who the other dad was just kind of like not involved really. But the other dad mm-hmm. was like, I really don't want them split up. And, and eventually kind of just said like, I, I want you to adopt them and this is what's best for them. And, um, but yeah, that was like a two year process. Um, and so our adoption was actually, um, March, um, 5th, 2020 when, you know, right before the world. Shut down, <laughs> I know. And so, oh my yeah. Gosh. yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that was like such a blessing because, it just gave us a chance to actually just like start a new chapter and like yeah. be together and, and yeah. And that was, that was just crazy. Oh, I, I left out a, a, an important part. <laughs> yeah. I'm, we're still going. <laughs> um, I left out an important part. So before I adopted them, after mm. their mom came back to, to your, um, after she dropped them off and said, I want you to adopt them. It was Mm. like two weeks, three weeks later, maybe. And I actually had a miscarriage. So Mm. that was, that was just a lot going on. Um, And I, I didn't fully process, I didn't process it. I I feel like that's what I was really processing in Panama. Like all of this. Yeah. Because I, I, at the time I just wasn't dealing with it, you know, yeah. Um, and well, so when you go and like, you're in this, like we can, you know, in this, um, not survival mode, but like you're taking care 
of other people. And it's like when you're having, I mean, you had within such a short period of time, like so many changes and then so much like uncertainty back and forth. And you're like, okay, now we're doing this. Now we're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> and then for that to happen. And then you're, you know, putting a priority to, to be there for the kids. And then, you know, we can tend to like put any kind of emotions that are happening with us kind of on the back burner. If like, if it doesn't need to be dealt with right away, like if it's not in your face, it'll just kind of like bleed into the sides until we actually have space to kind of like, um, have that be opened up. So for you to have space, like away from just like the day to day and then a container there where it was just like such a, a healing space in its own for, for, I think so many of us on that trip. And, um, and we're talking about, uh, Panama a resort that we had gone to, um, with, uh, a group of girls that like, we're all into this kind of spirituality and, you know, and it was just such a safe community to be able to do that. So when you, when you got there, did you even realize like that this was kind of like undealt with or did you, did you feel, did it just like come up like kind of out of like nowhere? I think I thought I process it and Mm-hmm. when I yeah when I got there I was like oh this this goes deep <laughs> like you know yeah. like, there's there's a uh, lot more to work yeah. through here you know so yeah yeah what how did you go how did you like work through that what what helped you through that and um it's you know to 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 speak towards anyone else if they had you know are going through that right now or have been through that is there anything that you'd like to you know share I mean, I think just feeling it, feeling everything, you know, it's just kind yeah. of what I'm going through. I think like being in Panama and actually being able to process that grief there because it's a form yeah. of grief, you know, and it's helped me now to, to process what I'm going through now, you know, mm. and I just, for me, it comes on as like an anxiety that like kind of builds up. And then I just know I need to like release it and like feel it. And, and that for me, that's what, that's what really helps, you know? Mm. Um, Yeah. Okay. That's, that's so important for us to actually like, yeah, there's so much that we don't allow ourselves to feel. And then, you know, we don't want to feel it or it gets trapped in our body or, it becomes into this different emotion when we don't, you know, kind of deal with it or becomes an illness or anything like that. So it's just so important to be able to like, just like, even though it's so uncomfortable to be able to sit with those things that happen in our lives, you know, and it could, uh, like you had said at the beginning, like that such strong pain with things that happen to us also like lead to this other side of expansion for us too. And to even, you know, kind of have that thought of, um, that cycle that happens in life and not, you know, try to hold on to, um, you know, not feeling it or not allowing those things. But so when, and I know that you like, um, live differently than other people. So how, so getting back to like, okay, so you downsized, you adopted, how did, um, 
because when we met, you were, you're now living, you were in Costa Rica. So yeah. how did you then, like, this is just incredible. Your it's story a long is like, story. I know. It's so, like, it's, it's so wild. That's like the first time, like, we had met. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so it's yeah. like everything happened so quickly, too, for you guys. So um, yeah. when, when, when uh, their mom came and was just like, okay, I want you to adopt them. You're moving through this miscarriage. How, like at what, when did you decide to like now move your family unit and how did, how did that process like come about for you guys? Yeah. So, um, so 2020 happened and, um, I, so I was doing hair for 15 years and, um, I was laid off like most people. A lot of people were laid off in 2020 because um, no one, everything was shut down. And mm-hmm. um, for me, that was like the biggest blessing that could have ever happened to me because I was just, I was just, I was getting after the miscarriage, I started to really have a lot of health issues. Like they were kind of accumulating. And then there was just like a lot, like I was feeling really mm-hmm. unwell and I was just working and trying to do everything, you know, and so it just gave me the space to just like really work on some stuff. But um, yeah, so I was doing hair for a while and just not not happy. Like I, I, I feel like it came for me like anxiety, like I was just super anxious about it. But when I really knew like all oh, this, this isn't, I'm not supposed to be doing this was like kind of when, um, probably a year into fostering the boys. And I was like, mm. this just isn't like, I'm meant to be doing something else, you know? It's not it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in 2020, I really started to like, you know, with podcasts, books, I just was like, I think we kind of talked about this. I'm very like I like to learn a lot of different things and like sometimes to the point where it's like lately I'm I'm really good at (laughs) yeah but now I'm like better at being like okay I need to just like be in my own energy you know like but um yes yeah so I I've I like to learn a lot but it started with me in 2020 I found this manifestation I don't know um trying to think this manifestation that it has these um, um, like meditations that help kind of um, like with your subconscious like mind. Rewi- yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. The rewire um, and yeah, the subconscious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I cool. like that's kind of a big start for me. And I, I started to do that work right before I was laid off. And so it really gave me the mm-hmm. time to do it. So it was a lot of inner child work, a lot of shadow work. And for me, I was just learning so much. I'm like, oh, this is why like this triggers me or like mm. I just learned so much from that. Um, and things started just like happening. I was like, like, I didn't do it to like manifest things. I really just wanted to like yeah. a sense of peace really is what I was looking for, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. And so I just, that was huge for me. And then I found um, Ashley who we met um who we went were in Panama yeah. with, um, listened to her podcast, did some of her workshops, and that was really supportive for me as well. Um, 
And then I um, found Reiki, which helps me to kind of clear all of this energy that I was like bringing Mm -hmm. up, you know, Um, and it just helped me learn about energy and why, I mean, I was doing hair for 15 years and I, I would just come home drained, like Mm. so drained because I had, I didn't know anything about energy and I was sitting there all day and people were just telling me everything and like putting all this energy on me. And I didn't know, I didn't understand that it was like affecting me, you know? And so that was super helpful to, to get Reiki certified for me. Um, yeah. Not necessarily to do it on anyone, just for me to like experience that, you know? Um, and then I, after the pandemic, I went to work. I was like, I can't go back full time. I was like, there's just no way I can do it <laughs> now having all this time yeah. off. I was like, I just knew and. And my husband's like, yeah, like, that's fine. Like, you know, I, being a hairstylist, you can kind of do that. You can kind of still get your clients in and and make your own schedule. And so that was great. Right. I worked part time and then, but I still was just like, I I feel like we're going to just like, I just kept telling my husband and he, we wanted to like take off and travel. But like, obviously when we were fostering, we couldn't just do that anyways, because we had Mm -hmm. to be here. Um, and we also just like, my husband wasn't working remote at the time. He was working at an an advertising agency and I was, you know, working and doing here. And so we just didn't see how it would work. But after 2020, there's, he's like, I could like, I could do this remote now. Like everything's kind of going remote, you know, like why not? And so it, it took a while to get there. And like, my husband was just very apprehensive. I mean, going from, I mean, doing hair, I made, I made good money doing hair. Like not a lot of people know that, but like going from one income to, I'm sorry, two to one, it was like mm -hmm. a little terrifying, you know, and we just had to work, (laughs) we had to work through that, you know, and his worst fear was like, what if I lose my job, you know? And then like, yeah. then what, you know? And right. Um, that did happen actually, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, so we, so anyways, we decided after it was like 2021, I think. And we, it was like May at spring, I think. And we decided, I think that's when it was, we decided, okay, we're going to just do it. Like we're going to just sell everything. We're going to sell our house. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband didn't have a job at this point, but we're like, mm-hmm. let's just, let's just go for it. Like we can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, at first I was very much like trying to, for myself to find another job. And like, I was like really forcing that, but eventually we were just like, oh, like someone's going to have to help the kids with school, you know, like that's kind of a big job, like, you know, and just hundred percent, you know, I just, I really tried to force it and it was just like, it just wasn't working. And I, so Mm -hmm. what I realized is I, I'm learning so much from just teaching them right now. And that's like Mm -hmm. where I'm supposed to be right now. Um, Mm -hmm. 
they mirror things to me every day where it's like, whoa, like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, Such a different like version of a teacher, you know, showing you yeah, things. But, yeah. yeah. I have so much respect for teachers. I mean, I mean, they, and oh, they're wow. in a, like an online school, they do school online. So they have teachers and then I help them. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. So when you, um, when you sold everything, then what happened? You were, uh, uh, where were you guys? And then how, after you sold everything, where did you go? So we were living in Milwaukee. We had a house. So by the okay. way, we had mm-hmm. lived in like, we had, we had purchased like, I don't know, four condos slash homes like all around. Uh-huh. And finally we're like, I don't think we're meant to own anything. Like this isn't working. <laughs> so, okay. So we were just like, okay, we're going to sell, we're going to sell everything. And th- there was like a, we decided in May that we were going to do it. Uh-huh. We we're going to go for it. We weren't telling anybody at this point. And then okay. by our plan was to leave by October. So that must have been 20. It must have been 2020 in May when we decided. And then we left October. Was it? I don't know. I don't the even dates know. The get dates. confusing They're over so like confusing. the past few years. You're like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't even know what know. year it was. Like, I don't know. <laughs> doesn't it, doesn't but, it also feel like 10 years has passed like, yes, since like 2020? So I'm, like, I'm like, why do I feel like there's so many things that I could talk about? And then I'm like, gosh, it still wasn't 2020. I'm like, 2021. I'm like, tw- I'm actually excited so, to be in a new feels, year because it's like. It feels yeah, so long ago. Like, I don't even know. It does. And it's like literally just like it's like not, but it feels ages ago because so much has happened for people in in like everyone's lives where it's like, well, it had to be like at least five years long. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Okay. So. So, so um, we were living in, well, we were living in Milwaukee or a little suburb of Milwaukee at this point. Mm-hmm. And our plan was, my husband was like, what about Costa Rica? And I was like, well, that sounds lovely. Like. Why not? And so, um, <laughs> I love your guys' dynamic. Oh my God. Well, okay. because we were, we wanted it to be like, we couldn't go to like Australia or something. Like, right. Well, right. We could, I guess. But like, our kids are still in like a school, online school based out of Wisconsin. So, mm-hmm. okay. It just wouldn't work with the time zone, you know? Right. And so Costa Rica was central totally. time zone. Plus, that, that would just be like a lot. I mean, Costa Rica yeah. seemed like, okay, same time zone. A little bit closer. Yeah. Like, not you know, as like this is doable. the world. This is yeah. doable. So we decided, so we basically spent from November to, um, November to, when was it? Till June last year in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like, doing this we decided like okay like let's just go to Costa Rica and maybe that's some place like we'll come back to and just like go there for like to some consistency but um but with willingness to just change our mind and kind of go with the flow and see mm. you know where it guides yeah. us and um so yeah we're not sure like we're gonna go back to Costa Rica in January but mm-hmm. we don't really know where we're gonna kind of flow you know, after we're going to go to Canada after that, but just like, we don't really have a consistent plan. And it seems like lately, it seems like we just want to plan less and less. Like it's, it's yeah. just getting to a point where I don't know. 
And then I just like, I feel that so strongly too. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like we, we just like have these like feelings of places like to go and it's like, okay, I have to go mm-hmm. here, you know? And so, yes. So that's, that's kind of where we're wow. at. Yeah. That's like such a, yeah, I feel that so much. And, and I see that too, with like in other people in my life where, and I've never been like this. Um, cause I've always been like having a plan very type A to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Or like, this is my, you know, I always had like a a plan ahead of like things that I want to do career wise or just like stuff that like I was always thinking ahead. And, um, I had my own process of getting into surrender and, um, but yeah, now I find that it's like the less that I plan, like the better things are in a way where it's like, not that I'm not creating, but it's like having that yeah, surrender to be like, okay, this is what's the next place. Um, or this is where I'm called to go or what I'm called to do. And I think that's such a, a different way we can like begin to like live our lives. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm so, um, I'm just like, so in awe with you to be able to do that with like two kids also and have this unit, like, how does that work with you guys structuring, like going from different countries and flowing like that with like, clothes or like toys or just like things that you think that you all need for kids. I'm like, obviously I don't have kids. So like, I don't really know how it works, <laughs> so, but like, <laughs> yeah. but like, it just I would feel it. so overwhelming sometimes just from like, um, from the people in my life that I know that have kids that like it's, they come with a lot of things sometimes. So yeah. how, how do you, how does, how does that like work? Like, uh, it seems like, yeah, just if you have any bits about it. Yeah, I mean, so we have, gosh, so we bring two big suitcases, and then we mm-hmm. have each have a carry on, and that's what we that's what we travel with. Although after we actually were just in Portugal, in gosh, we we left October sixth, and then we found out my mom had passed away, and so um, oh, okay on the on October eighteenth. So then we we flew right home. Um, so that yeah. was, a, that trip was a little jarring. <laughs> and after that yeah. trip, we decided, okay, we're going to have one less carry on because it's just like, we even, we gotcha. even cut it down even more. <laughs> um, wow. at least until, so that's bef- between like the four of you guys. Yeah. And that, wow. at least until my, I have a five-year-old. So if, when he gets a little older yeah. that he can like fully carry it his carry on yeah like, we're like let's right right cut this down <laughs> but, um yeah yeah we just I don't know it just it just it works just seems to work just like happens. you after yeah. repacking and packing after a while you kind of figure out I mean yeah we travel with some books there and then um like when we go to Costa Rica or anywhere we go books and they love Legos and so we always bring mm-hmm. their like essentials and when we buy gotcha. things for them, we just get really small things. And, you, yeah. know, when, you know, while we're in Costa Rica or somewhere for a long time, we'll get them things. So, you know, but mostly they're playing outside, which is like the best. Yeah. You know. Yes. Um, and it's just like we're, we're, we're outdoors, we're doing things. And so it's not, it's yeah. just different. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So it just flows different. And I think, that's also, um, it just, it it just shows like, cause you know, in our brains, the way that we think that like we have to do things or the way that things are, are done in society of how we've seen them done. And so 
to even have like, um, a different idea of like, we can actually do this. We could totally do this differently. And then just to, to do it. And then it not be such this like huge thing. It's just like, it just works. And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's just, it's so cool because we could just like what my brain did. I was like, well, what about all of these like things that and like, you know, that our brain just puts to like having kids or, um, you know, um, maybe some obstacles or things that like limiting, like, Oh, I can't travel anymore. Like I can't be myself. Or I can't do, you know, all these things mm-hmm. that sometimes people, um, set into when, when they do, um, go into that chapter of life. So to be able to just like ride it with your kids and like, you're, it's just insane that now you're able to expose them to, to like so many different places and to nature and just be able that's to have that as like growing up for life lessons, to be able to flow. Like I had grown up moving from States, um, you know, not countries, but that had helped my own personal resilience to be able to like, um, adapt and, you know, um, go to new places, talk to people, like feel comfortable, you know, not, um, being in one place like for the rest of your life. And so for you to be able to like give that to your, your sons, like that's, that's really cool. That's, I just, I, I just love this journey so much of yours. Um, so, okay. So now you're just, you're flowing with it. And so when you started to, um, cause you were in Costa Rica when I had met you in Panama and, um, you had just, you're going through this, like the grieving process, like what other parts of like, um, this piece of like, is, was the, like, your spirituality just kind of sprinkled in there as you went, or was there something that, um, like, because the, for the retreat, like that's, um, the retreat was all about the Akashic records with aligned within. Mm-hmm. So like, how, mm-hmm. how did you feel like, how did you get from like podcast manifesting and then jump to like, I know you had mentioned Reiki and energy. It just, did it all just kind of click to just it just kind of went, um, it was kind of from a slow, things. slow build, I would say. Like, yeah. Like I, yeah. like the, the whole, um, I think like listening to Ashley's podcast, um, from a line within really mm-hmm. just opened my eyes to a different world. And then I would like, I would started to explore astrology and I was like always into that, like as a kid, but, um, my parents were just very much like, no, you cannot have any of this, like, like Mm. very against it. So I like never got to explore that. And so I think like now I'm just like, like I, I like it opened my eyes again to it. And I'm like, Oh, this, this feels, this feels right. You know, like, like almost like nothing that had ever felt right before. It was just like, Oh, okay. And, um, but then I, I I did the Akashic Records course and I started reading my own Akashic Records and yeah. that was an interesting journey because I would just doubt myself so much like I would hear things mm-hmm. and I would just like in the Akashic Records and then I would be like no like you're just making that up you know um yeah. and so that was just like such a journey but then things would happen that I was like oh like like just little synchronicities would happen where I'm like, Oh my God, like that's, I'm not just making this up, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. And so eventually I just like got like super comfortable 
going in there, like, especially when I was having a hard time with something and just like, it yeah. just felt like a warm hug, you know, like going in there. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I would say it's just like a slow process and slowly just learning all these things that lit me up and kind of following the breadcrumbs of, of it all really. Yeah. Wow. So cool. Um, yeah, I think following, following the breadcrumbs of us, of like what lights you up, what you're excited about and what like your, what piques your interest is like a good way to like kind of, um, help people like with their own journey because we can, we're also like, uh, interested in different things where like, sometimes we'll get to this route, like in so many different ways. But I, I also had a similar, like, um, personal development kind of gateway, I guess, is like one of like the biggest, I think, ways people get into or like get in touch with their energy again, because it's like, once you start that like personal work and development and that shadow work and stuff, like there's just so much that expands from there. And yeah, allowing yourself to be like, uh, curious about things like, you know, being shut down with just like astrology, like that's, you know, it's, it's crazy how so much of that was just like shut for so many of us in like our childhood and not really able to explore. So, um, that's, I think a lot of people can actually resonate to that. And then like back end being like, Oh yeah, I was actually always, this always interested me, or I always had something in my mind of like, this was connected or this was, you know, um, it was, it's, it's always there in the background for us, I think. And then as we like uncover the things, you know, throughout, um, whatever process that we go through is just like, oh yeah, that was already, I was always behind me. <laughs> I just had to like yeah. turn around. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's been um, an amazing journey. And, um, I think like you were saying is like once, once I started to see things kind of change in my life, like just from doing the like subconscious reprogramming like meditations, I was like, oh, like this, like there's, there's something to this. Like, you know, it just, yeah. there was no like denying it anymore. Like you couldn't, I couldn't just be like, this isn't real, you know? So yeah. Yeah. that was, that was huge turning point, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Amazing. Yeah. So cool. Thank you so much for sharing this incredible journey that you like have gone through in such a short period of time. Um, so many things that people can actually, um, like, uh, relate to. And it's just, it's insane how much like so quickly too, that like, it's like boom, boom, boom for, for, from me, from the outside of what you've been able to go through and like, uh, process and grieve. And like all of these changes are just huge, like life changes. And for you to be able to just like have this, like, um, just calmness about you and serenity of just like just flowing with it is just so cool to see on from like my perspective of of someone going through all of what you've gone through and um to still be like yeah this is this is what we're doing you know it's I just feel very grateful to be able to like hear your story and also share it um so I want to just really appreciate that um, but if anybody wants to connect with you, um, follow your journey, um, how can, um, how can they reach you? What's your, so what's you your can platform? find me, um, at Instagram, Angela Marie Magyar, and I post a lot of our travel journeys on there. So if you want to follow along, come follow me. Amazing. Amazing. 
yeah, and I'll link that too in in the notes below. But um, yeah, I just can't thank you enough for for sharing this with us, and um, it's just incredible. It was incredible to connect with you in Panama, and again to just like actually um, get into more of like the journey too. That even after that is just nuts. <laughs> yeah, just, I feel very grateful. Yeah. Well, thank you so yeah. much for having me. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we'll end it here. Okay. I hope you felt the magic from this episode. And if you did, I would love if you were to share it with any friends or family you think it would resonate with. I'm also on Instagram and TikTok at erica.eternalexpansion. So please send me a message if you enjoyed this and you would like more episodes like this. I'm sending you lots and love and light your way. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.